Be following Willie more and more. Awards! Back in the NRL. There's Willie Mays. That's forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25 minute man. Plus. Oh, you got skills, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you! Welcome to the first, gro- uh, not grand final, State of Origin State of special. Origin. It's just the it's end weird. of the year. It's weird, it's weird saying that, isn't it? I know. <laughs> it's honestly, it's cricket started and now we're talking about State of Origin. But we are talking about State of Origin and it's a special because it's different, William. What we're doing is we are going to, we're, we're live now, obviously. For those of you listening on the podcast, we are available on Facebook so we are live on Facebook currently. So if you're listening to us on the podcast the day after, this was actually done before, during and after the game, which means you will be able to tell in real time how little we know about what's about to happen tonight. <laughs> That'd be great. But uh, we can't edit this. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a bit of a preview of the game. We're going to be back at half time. And then we're going to do an after-game wrap. So if yeah. you're listening to the podcast, there won't obviously be a 40-minute gap between all of it. It'll just roll in. But for those of us watching live, hello, welcome, and thank you for tuning in. Feel a bit like Roy and HG now. Nice ha- nice intro, mate. It was good. Thank you. I felt like we explained it well. <laughs> he did. Do you know why, William? Because I care. Do you yeah. know who else cares? Who's that? The Carers Foundation. Yeah, they do, actually. Um, they've, they've They um, reached out to me probably about – I reckon about two or three months ago and telling me what they did and, and all that kind of stuff. And they go, oh, would you be interested in, in you know, wearing a shirt and maybe, you know, plugging it on Instagram and stuff like that? No, I'm all for that. But I don't really like being that corny sort of person that takes photos and, you know what I mean, <laughs> and, and, and says, oh, I'm doing this and this because I want to know what exactly they do do and what they do for the community and they just do some really good things mate they used just he just sent to me um you know what they do they're they're unpaid carers in our community we're the only charity that provides wellness programs for the carers from age 13 in australia like so they do some magnificent things and i'm i'm actually proud to wear this shirt and the guys said uh can you wear it this and this i was sort of pushing me and i'm like just just chill i'm gonna wear it i'm gonna be on the podcast we do a podcast every week i wear it on that and um We'll give it give it a bit of a plug, but you know they've got some really um some really good things doing it, and these guys do the stuff that you know like, that we don't really see. You know, like you're you're in um in the pharmacy business, and you know you see a lot of old, older older sort of people. They do need a bit of caring, don't they? They and do. These, and these younger guys and younger people, men and women, uh, are out there just helping them, just just to live life every day and I think it's just a magnificent thing and the guy he's um he's been nominated for the Australian of the Year in Queensland um his name is Ronnie Benbow because he's a found he's the he's the founder and of this whole foundation and was nominated so he's done some really good things obviously he's got some really good people if I look at their Instagram there they've got Matty Johns and a few of the boys on um Fox Sports and a couple other uh celebrities I don't really know but everybody is um you know everybody's is, is is loving what they're doing, so I'm I'm happy to to um to wear this shirt, and very proud of what they do because you know they do things that um you know we can you can follow other other things like Red Cross and all that kind of stuff, but you don't really know where your money's going or what they're actually doing. So um, it's always yeah. good to raise a bit of awareness yeah, it is for things awareness. like that. It is. Yeah. It's just really good awareness. And I said, look, I'll, I'll do. I'll do it, and I'll wear it whenever I, whenever I would do whenever I want to wear it. You know, because they do such a great job. So. 
Shout out to the Carers Foundation. Well done, guys. The best thing you did was put the shirt on backwards so far. And, yeah, I did. About five minutes ago, I put it on <laughs> and it was backwards. And Ian was going to let me wear it like that. So thank you, mate. It looked better Thanks, the other Zig. way. Shout out to Zig. goes, yeah, it's, it looks pretty ordinary. <laughs> All right. So what we are going to do now, we're going to just have a quick chat about the news that has happened in the week so mm. far. One thing that I would like to bring up um, – <laughs> Pre-season and off-season always throw up disasters. You know, oh, yeah. you hear about this, there's this bloke did that and this bloke's done this and this bloke's rooted a dog and there's always something. This incident with the Cowboys, to me, just stinks of a beat-up. Not a beat-up necessarily, but what has happened is a player has had an affair with a staffer who works for the Cowboys. Um, affairs happen, I don't. You know, it's obviously morally wrong, but the bloke's done nothing illegal. The bloke hasn't, as far as I can tell, they they did their own inquiries, and 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 all of a sudden they're saying he potted her in a you know an airport toilet. For for me, I just think stuff like this is no one else's business, and I I don't understand why it's front page news. Yeah, I've. I've as you know, I don't really read papers. You're telling me this today, and as you said, morally wrong. It's morally wrong from both parties, and that's about it. It should be handled in house and between grown men and women, and sorted out like that. This does not deserve front page news. No. Was this on the Telegraph front page? Oh, but maybe back page, but it I mean, it's, matter. It's, like it's headline news. It's headline isn't it? news. So I mean, this doesn't warrant it. And I just think, you know, the powers that be, like. You know, we've got Origin this week, which is, you know, we hang our hat on that. It's the pinnacle of the game. And you still want to put this shit in the paper? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, let's talk about Origin. Mm. Origin only for, for, three, for three weeks. Not this garbage. You know, yeah. like this is just idiots doing, you know, they've, they've fucked up morally. Go deal with it yourself. This is not, this is not media worthy. And this is, this is print media. Again, you know Scrape, what, Will? Struggling, struggling and scraping the it's, bottom of the barrel. I don't understand how this has got anything to do when you with told him me that, being sorry, When NRL you told me that player. today, I was like, what, what? Who cares? But how, is it, how has it got to do with his NRL player? Like, the bloke's done the wrong thing, 100%. But I mean, knows, We don't even know who he is. Have they, they haven't named or anything like that? Nah, because then you start getting I know that, but like, this but, guy could be just like a, uh, a person who is in – the NRL, you know, in, in the squad. Who knows who he is? He mightn't have played in an NRL game, but as soon as you're in an NRL team, you're an NRL player, you're NRL – like they just put that NRL label straight through it and it just – that's all you need. Sells papers. It's all clickbait. It's all it's all about selling papers and, you know, well done again. Mate, I reckon if – if shit it, stories. If it, was, if it was a squad player, then they would have named him. You know what I mean? Because these, yeah. that's the whole problem with rugby league and sport in general is that if you're in the upper echelons, you get protected – yeah. And if you're in the bottom and you're considered cannon fodder, they throw you straight under the bus. Yeah, and that's what makes me think like it must be a higher it's profile, higher profile. Pro- profile player because, as you said, I know that they just chuck the um, the younger kids straight under the bus. Yeah, and go get out of here. So, yeah, I mean, this is pathetic. I don't even want to really give it any fuel because it's just terrible journalism, especially in what's going on and what's been such a tough year for everybody. Pretty sure that guy's the dude doesn't want all this shit to be public knowledge. I reckon the bloke who the bloke well, maybe the, he does. I'm not sure, does. but I'm pretty sure this yeah, whole little does. this whole little thing that's going on, this little fiasco or drama, fucking whatever's happened up there. That no one wanted this to be public. No, deal with your stuff behind closed oh, doors, man. Especially stuff like that, man. You got people involved. 
you know, families, friends, kids. There might be kids involved. It's just disgusting. This just doesn't warrant any sort of uh, paper time. No. But All right. Well, let's we'll, – we'll move on from it too. We're um, a podcast. We don't print papers. No. You know what I mean? We, like, we don't sit there and just give – one clickbait. Yeah, click on our story. No, we don't give a shit. We could make a paper. Yeah. The Take with Millie Mason Daily. Yeah. And just nothing but pictures. Just <laughs> – Picture book. <laughs> it's a pop up picture book. Uh, that's your Instagram, yeah. isn't it? Um, <laughs> the other thing, I guess, that hit the news that was probably, um, so again, something that what rugby league needs to understand is that, for rightly or wrongly, everything that happens in rugby league becomes news. So, Dylan Walker, who has got form around some pretty average things. He's been caught again in a situation where he's got into a stink outside a pizza shop on a Sunday and they've, you know, he's been, I think he's been charged and all that sort of thing. I just, I don't understand how these blokes can't just go about their lives without dragging the games into disrepute, without, like, it's different in this situation because he's obviously assaulted someone. And so, at the end of the day, he's entitled to his day in court. He was entitled to his day in court with, you know, his incident with his with his wife or his girlfriend or whatever it was. But I'm just getting sick of reading about it. I'm getting sick of atrocities throughout the off-season. And it's now the game finished two weeks ago. Mm. We've already got number two from two. We haven't even finished Origin. No, it's disgusting. And um, I'm not sure how many, how many chances Dylan Walker's allowed to have. You know, the, the other alleged... Thing that he got caught done with that, that's that should be a sackable offence. Should mm. never ever be able to play our game again. And it we preach that it's a privilege to play NRL when it's not because they let scumbags play our game all the time. You know he's out there doing it again. He's not learning from his lessons. Obviously, I'm not sure if it's alcohol fueled or drug fueled or whatever it is. It's just you know he he just needs to. He's not playing football. He's at Manly. I don't think he's on good terms over there. Um, and he goes and does that. Like he's a talented kid. He's got all the he's got all the talent in the world. I'm not sure about him as a bloke, but the the picture they're painting of him is not good. You know, and he's only a young kid. He's got still got a big future. But like you got these these two big rap sheets. And play cl- clubs will not want a bar of you if you keep dealing out this shit. You know, enough's enough. You can't you can't be like an NRL player and this role model and. You want the role model money, and you want all that, or you want all the adulation and all the all the things that come with being a professional athlete and an NRL player. The other side is is this acting like a decent human being and not doing dumb shit that's going to bring the game into disrepute. It's going to really cost you nearly your career. So, you know, like I mean, I never really heard of the story until you know yesterday and today. But you know, just, just when 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 is it going to be enough? With, with these dramas. I mean, you know, the game's been through so much in the last two or three years. This year with COVID, it's been crazy. The guys have done an exceptional job. Players and staff, administration have done such an exceptional job to even get this game up and running to get through 20 rounds. And now we're playing, and plus semifinals, grand final, and now we're playing Origin. We've got through so much. You know, they've been so disciplined, these young kids. They've done, they deserve all the accolades in the world just to even get through this season. And now 
couple of bad eggs, ruin it for everyone. Yeah. As usual. Yeah. Usual as usual. It's just terrible what's happening. And the game, I mean, Valandis, he's going to rule this game with an iron fist. Mm. He's not going to take any shit. You don't give a shit if you played Origin, if you played for Manly, if you played for any other team. You bring the game in disrepute, you you cost the bottom dollar, you, you have the bottom dollar affected, you're out. Yeah. And that's the way he's going to do it. And I think, you know, to set examples, he might have to pull the trigger on this. Well, one thing as well, we, we didn't sort of talk about this much actually, but now that I've just thought about it, Peter Volandis, they announced, the NRL announced that they weren't going to play their anthem at the, mm. um, at the at the state of origin. And then apparently there was a bit of pressure applied from, from Prime Minister Morrison that said, you know, you should play it. Yeah. What are your I, thoughts on that? Do you know what? I don't care. I, like it, it's it's an anthem at a game. You know, yeah. it's uh, personally. I look at it and I go, sing the anthem, don't sing the anthem, have the anthem, don't. Think. It, it's it's a game of New South Wales versus Queensland. I reckon if they just didn't do the anthem and didn't announce it to everyone, we're not doing the anthem. I think the announcement of it turned into a political issue. Yeah. If they had just not had the anthem, who would like? You're there to go watch a game of footy. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, personally, like when you played Origin, when I did play Origin, like hearing the anthem was like a special moment, you know, because you got there's a brotherhood there, you know, it is New South Wales versus Queensland, but I just only because it's traditionally played, I don't think there's any, any even when I was playing, there wasn't any backlash to like why are we playing the anthem mm. there wasn't any any um wasn't political wasn't political or anything like like it was last year with with all the indigenous brothers not singing. If you don't want to sing, don't sing. Don't sing. It doesn't matter. If you do want to sing, sing. And and each to their own. All the boys like uh, Cody Walker and the Fox and, and all the lads, Jimmy Roberts, and that they didn't sing. Fine. Have no problem with it. No. I just have a problem with what's happening, like with the backlash and wh- why even say that we're not going to do it and then you shit yourself and say we're going to do it because of a bit of backlash from um, Scott Morrison. Yeah. Like stick to it. We look like bitches. You know what I'd, I mean? Like, yeah. It's just, it's just I, mean, I, I just don't think it's – it is a big deal now because look at the the mess that we've made because we've reneged on what we were going to do. I'll tell you, know you what, I just, honestly, I don't understand. Will, like I, I've never played for Australia, but I, I'll be in the stand watching a game, whether it's a Wallabies game or whatever, well, like an Origin game, and they, I don't sing the anthem if I'm in the crowd. No, like, but does you got to, you got to, you got to, no, you got to, you got to understand that majority of people do sing. Yeah, and they do stand up, and it is such a proud moment for for a lot of um, a lot of players. They might have uh, granddads, relatives, someone that has um, represented the country in wars or anything like that. So you got to just think about the uh, the other people with the, with the um, with the anthem. Like I I have got no problem with people just doing just taking a knee, do whatever you want, make a stance. If you don't really like the anthem, do what you want. Do what you want. Yeah. Don't sing. That's probably the best thing. Don't sing. Maybe take a knee if you want to do that. If that if you feel so strongly against the anthem, make a stance. Mm. You know, like um, you don't have to be Aboriginal or Polynesian or anything. If you don't like it, if you don't like it, what it stands for. If you want to, if you want to differ, you want to change the. There's a lot of noise around changing the anthem and all that kind of stuff. But you know, you want to make a stance. Take a knee tonight. Yeah. Take a knee if you if you're really against it. You know. Um, I'm all for you just standing up for yourself because it's 2020 and you can do what you want. You can stand up for something. You know, you don't have to, you know, and they didn't even ask any of the any of the players. I'm pretty sure they steered well away from that question this this week. Yeah. And that would have been from um from Freddie and that's well advised. Yeah. But, you know, 
Well, it, it is what it is. I just don't think we should have should have said, yeah, we're not singing it. And then <laughs> we need – and when uh, – no, nah, we'll sing it just because ScoMo said. Yeah. I, I mean, at the end of the day, we're here for a game of footy. So It is. It's a game, of, foot, so. game of footy. But politi- pol- political side of things always gets in somehow involved gets in, in the way. sport, you know. All right. Well, what we're going to do now is we are going to cross across to – the Profit Profit. Mm. Last week was actually the last week of our betting extravaganza that we've been doing this year. Jared, welcome. How are you both? Mate, I'm good. Good, Jared. Uh, first, before we go on, uh, let's just recap the year. Mm. Uh, let's go just on numbers. You're a numbers man. How much money did we win? Well, heading into that final round there, we were sitting perched at $5,900. The producer has kept his absolute best work for literally the final throw of the dice. He's taken us into Johnny Get Angry in the Derby last Saturday. It's lobbed at $51, mind you. We had 50 each way on it. It pushed the grand total up to $9,100. Ooh, how much did I contribute to that? 9, of 000? that 9,100. 9, yeah, so we are a team, aren't we? We are We're a team. team. We're a team. <laughs> so 9,100. Yep. Yep. The whole you, thing. You committed to all the of it. The whole thing. What about, what about, hang on, what about Rock Each Way? Oh, yeah, I actually forgot about Rock Each Way. That actually, sorry, I beg your pardon, that was combined in that total as well. Yeah, there you go. So, because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so, what I don't like, Jared? I like that the producer, now the producer is away on a holiday. I don't know what he does um, to you know, be able to afford holidays all the time. It's certainly not paying us. But uh, <laughs> I think realistically uh, he would probably be in front. But he's written all over this thing. I've got nothing from him. I, know, I mean, he produces nothing. See, I got, I got a different, I got a different uh, run sheet, and I think he just gives uh, Ian his and just to hammer the shit out of him. What, what, he's he's what does he he's say written, on yours? He's written Ned's rap, the producer, pays big time. Now, See, he, he, ever all of these online that? is Ned's rap. Ned's rap. That's it. The, uh, yeah. To be fair, the only correspondence I got from him today as well was just bagging you out and telling me to bag you out on the show tonight as well. <laughs> he, well he get, he, these two <laughs> love it, mate. Oh, they're going to get their own show. They're trying to kick me off. I would never sit next to him in public, ever. <laughs> uh, all right. So essentially we're at 9,100. 9,100. Now, I remember earlier in the season where we were talking it would be nice to kick uh, – well, to win $10,000. So we're just going to throw in an extra yeah. nine hundred. Oh, oh, there we yes. go. That's that's so, that's me. I that that's is. I just want. I just want to. I just want to bet. That's ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, that's that's excellent news. That is really excellent news. That I mean, ten grand is that. That's um. That's really going to make a huge difference. To well, do you know? Do you know what? Saying that, we were actually going to announce a club that was going to win the money tonight. But I think, seeing as it's ten grand, I reckon we can. Probably we're going to hold off on that um, okay. because I think probably it's going to be better for us to be able to try and help two clubs. I think we could do a couple. Of, I think we could do a couple of clubs. I can we do a couple. I know with a couple of connections that I got with, especially with you know, we're going to go to the club and go what what sort of gear do you need? It's all going to be like basic training gear in that, Jared. You know, just That's for the whole right. club. You're probably talking about maybe ten teams. You know, like it's 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 not crazy. It's not like we're Sponsored, it's not like Jordan. We're going to ask Jordan or Nike or anything to, to dress them up or Adidas. You know, we just yeah. want to deck the whole club out. And if you know, we can get some sponsors on 
you know, I think body science is keen to jump on with some shirts and just like uh, depends how old these kids are. Um, a lot of their supplements and everything like that. And I'm pretty sure I can talk to like a, a shoe sponsor. Pep we get them on the peptides. <laughs> <laughs> Only the junior just clubs. Just protein powder, mate. So, um, and, well, just, and just with shoes and stuff like that, I'm pretty sure some Nike or Adidas or someone can jump on board and, and maybe deck the whole club out. Well, just quickly, we've got we've got the Bungendore Tigers, we've got the Southwest Sharks, we've got the Ellington Eels, we've got the Brighton Seagulls, the Joondalup Giants, we've got Byron Bay, we've got Frankston Raiders, I Central think- Scorpions, Wagga, All Saints, North, North Kirk Hill. Oh, there's heaps. Sawtell. So all of those clubs, thank you so much for your entry and we're going to go through it this week. Um, and we are. Look, I mean, I think some of these clubs didn't even write an excuse to why they actually need the gear. But some of these uh, – can I read that for a minute, Berna? Just with um, a, couple, a couple of the – not excuses or like this is the reason why they need it. It's just like uh, I think one team was Byron Bay. Uh, we weren't able to play at our home this home ground this year due to being out of the bubble, which means we lost all canteen proceeds and valuable funds for our little club. We have three out of five eligible teams playing in the grand final this year. That's from Byron Bay. Um, another thing, like Ellington Eels Junior Rugby League Club under six is loud and proud. The kids would love a visit. Be a real spring in their step, knowing they've got some support, some big names. And and most of the guy, most of the people just couldn't make ends meet. Oh, most, the- most of the clubs couldn't make ends meet. So. We're gonna we're gonna really go through this, and because we know how much it means for um for these young clubs, young junior clubs, to get you know some sort of help. Are we the big names? Me no, as well. just me. Big okay. name. Big name. All I right. think. Jared, you're a big name too, mate. We cannot thank you enough for everything you've done. For Ned's have been so good to us all year, and yeah. you know we we couldn't have we can't thank you enough. Let's. Oh. Let's try and put a bit of money in Ned's pocket though. So we're obviously not betting ourselves, mate. The Origin betting market. What are we looking at? Absolutely huge. Just cannot wait for this one to get underway, of course, guys. Now, we went up with the Blues, very firm favourites, of course. I mean, just the wealth of talent that they have at their disposal, even with a few very, very key players out. They just like the, the depth is incredible. $1.38 favourites. They are into $1.30 now. Uh, Queensland, $3.40, out to $3.80. We had an eight point lineup this afternoon. It's at 10.5 points now. I think it will be closer. I reckon for anyone having a punt, I reckon New South Wales one to twelve. William, I think, is looking more towards Queensland, eh? Yeah, I just think the the upsets in. I know that. Um, I know. I, I think that New South Wales will win, but I just I just know how dangerous and sneaky these little Queenslanders are. And I just look at a, a team full of like you got Munster, DCE. These guys, uh, DCE's under some pressure, man. You know, like he is under immense pressure. He hasn't really shown up massively like a JT and a Cooper Cronk in key situations. And I think this will be the series that will solidify him as one of the, you know, one of the greats in Queensland. Um, you know, you've got big Papali. You've got, you know, Welsh uh, friend who's been um, probably been should have been playing Origin four years ago, but he's just been injured. Felice Kafusi Cohen Hess. You know, you've got some players there that are outstanding. We just keep looking at young kids like Xavier Coates and all these young kids. Branko Lee might be out now. You've got Capewell in there. I just think they, they've got a little bit of X factor. I think New South Wales on paper should win. But if I was betting, I'd be back in Queensland 13+. Plus. And that's and that doesn't really that doesn't really mean that much if you've been following me all year. So Jared, <laughs> with with the kiss of death now going on Queensland with his zero yep. percent success rate, you can crunch New South Wales odds into about a dollar ten, quite yep. safely. 
Um, what are you? Who's going to win, Jared? Uh, look, I mean, I'm. I, I try and be, you know, as subjective as possible here because I'm obviously a New South Wales fan as well. Uh, growing up in Queensland through that dynasty that they had up here, mm. I want nothing more than to see New South Wales sort of grind them into the dust every time. But I tend to agree with both of you here. I, I just don't think you can under undervalue what Queensland brings to the table. It means mm. so much to them up here. Even now, where it sort of feels like the season's over and everything, it's still everyone's still up and about for it up here. Uh, I think I agree with Will. I think on paper, New South Wales have a substantially better team and they should be winning. But I think New South Wales one to twelve might be the play. Yeah, tonight. there we go. We agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I agree, but I just think sometimes crazy shit happens in Origin, yeah. and this might be one of them. You're in Adelaide. We've had a ridiculous year. We've had twenty rounds. Origins at the end of the year. Usually, it's after about ten or twelve rounds when people are peaking in fit form everybody's like firing now like i'm not sure i'm not sure where you look at one player in both these teams and you think oh they're actually on fire most back row just say like a frizzell at the moment frizzell just say if it was after 10 or 12 rounds you'd be like he's he's been an animal he hasn't played for six weeks mm. do you know what i mean so it takes that sort of thing out because you you take that club form into origin form um even like a you know a trebojevic He's been out for six weeks, you know, like, um, you know, Kiri, Cody Walker, where do you put Cody Walker? Is he going to be a waste on the bench? Do you, should you have started him? Jack Whiten's the best 5'8 in the world at the moment. Dally M around his neck, playing left centre. Doesn't get the ball all the time. If Kiri doesn't give him early ball, he's not that sort of person that's going to, you know, like with Kiri, especially like Kiri's the set up, um, set up sort of player. Whiten has been used to that. So Whiten's going to be getting, what, early ball? Is he going to pass it? He's got a winger outside him. You know? So the moves that they have on that left side, it's going to be crucial. Cleary needs to take control of that whole game. But if I, was, if, I was, if I was the Broncos, this would be my game plan. Nullify the ruck so you take Cook out of the game. Dominate the ruck. You need Papali and that need to stop these, the front rowers and stop the Paulos and stop um, Chaboyevich and all these sort of guys. You do that, you take Cook out of the game. I'm actually, I'm actually going to take Addo Tart as well. I'm actually going to bet now because the game's about to start. But I'm going to yeah, take Addo Tart. No, just any time into just one to twelve. Yeah, nice. I'm choking to death, Jared. Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I haven't had a beer in twelve seconds, so <laughs> is it, I think <laughs> a bit of your mo, your mo got caught in your uh, in your mouth. This moustache is getting a lot of tra- it's a lot of traction at home. Let me tell you, that's the reason why we've been getting so many views. It's because of the mo. There we go. I feel better now. Jared, thank you once again. Um, I think that uh, just quickly, Donald Trump, good result for you or not? <laughs> if, Donald, if and by the looks of things, when Donald Trump lobs, it will be the single worst result for the book in the entire. <laughs> have you been? Have you given? Have you been getting much? Um, many um, punts on that. Huge. The uh, the hold huge. itself. Huge. It's huge. Huge. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's, uh, the hold it's huge. on that is bigger than the hold on single bets that we had on the Melbourne Cup on Tuesday. Shut so up. It's that <laughs> big. Go. It's absolutely enormous. We've taken plenty of very, very big bets on Donald Trump and they're mm. looking pretty good now. Gosh. There oh, you go. Well done. Everyone betting on it's gonna <laughs> be It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> All right, Jared, mate, thanks once again. We will speak to you next week. Um, hopefully, 
I won't say hopefully Donald Trump loses so that you – there's a myriad of reasons why Donald Trump should lose. But, um, yeah, mate, thanks again. It's it's huge for us to be able to offer, you know, that sort of money to some 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 clubs and um, you've been a huge support all year and we've really enjoyed talking to you. So, mate, thanks, thank Joe. you once again. Thanks very much, guys. Absolutely legend, thrilled mate. to be involved. The, uh, the least we could do and uh, enjoy the footy tonight. Go the Blues. All right, mate. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. So we are currently sitting here. We've got the TV in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, we've got the microphones on. We've got a couple of beers. Everything is ready to go. William, mm-hmm. this is what we are. This is the preview of the game. Yeah. Now, hopefully, I've just seen on the TV. Carl Stefanovic is hosting. I love Carl Stefanovic. He's Shout out so, to you, mate. You're I, a legend. I feel like I'm trying to steal from Carl's table, no, we'll but on. anyway, um, mate. You've just said that you think Queensland are a chance. Can I just say something controversial? Mm-hmm. Queensland spirit, the Queensland, it's a myth. No, it's not. It's, it's a myth. Not. It's what, what they've built in the last 15 years, uh, probably uh, less, is is belief in that jersey. And I, they expect everybody, whoever wears that jersey, Xavier Coates, Brinko Lee, Kate Will, all these guys that are de- deputies, Deputising, debuting, um, to carry on exactly the legacy that all these other greats have played. Like they are expected to win every time they get that jersey on, and it's 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 a bit it's just a bit bit of a different vibe. I just think this year, uh, I just I just think it's totally different. Like I know, I know they've got they've got a great team. Last year, people think because we won two series in a row that we blew blew them out of the park last year. Like if it wasn't for Cameron Murray stepping, it was on the left side of the post. If you have a look at that last shot, Cameron Murray stepped. It was a fatigue thing as well. Stepped in, stepped to pretty much the four or three man. Give it to Piercy, Piercy to Trebojevic, Trebojevic to uh, Fergie down the sideline. Great, great pass inside. That was a full pass. It was twenty all. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it was a full pass. I'm, I'm just, I, I'm just, I just see it how it is. It, was, it looked forward to me. Should have been into Golden Point. We should. I think we should honestly beat. Queensland because I usually as I usually go what my formula is 1 to 17 1 to 17 if we play our best football we win but it's just a different it's a different beast with with Queensland they just they 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 expect to win and I just think this game is so important if they get this game oh it changes everything they, it, it does you know but I mean they, they'll put so much emphasis on this game they only what they've been they won last year didn't they, they won uh, last first game one no New South Wales won the first one didn't they one game two or whatever yeah yeah two. yeah yeah. But like it's, I just I know their mentality. Wayne Bennett bringing that that um, his attitude in there. You got Ben Hunt. You got so many like veterans in the Queensland team, mate. I know. Mm. I honestly think New South Wales will win, regardless of my bet. I don't give a no, shit. Well, Have a look yeah. at my bet. What I bet is not what I actually. It's think. not what's coming. It's out whatever. Of your brain. Whatever I'm thinking at that time. That's what I'll say. Anyway, but I just I honestly think. Queensland have a massive show. It's not. It's not going to be a shutout from us. It's not going to be like we're just going to run straight through them because you got Paulo who's never played a game. Um, you Gutherson. know, you know, you that Gutherson who's not a center. He defends. He's never played center in his life. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, I think that they've made a mistake there. Tactically, I would have put. Have I would have picked Crichton there on that right side center because Crichton just only plays on the left side because uh, Edwards played so good at fullback, mm. and you had Naden really good on that right edge. You know, so you got. Um, I would have picked. I would have picked uh, Crichton there. Played in the grand final, fit as hell. Got that X factor about him. Gutherson is a fullback. He doesn't have that X factor. I would have picked Tyrone May. 
No, I wouldn't pick him in any side. Good feet. Fucking good seen. footwork. But like, I just don't. I just don't see it. I think Cleary is still got. Is, Cleary is very questionable. Kiri has never played Origin. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a couple of little things there. You know, then you got you got you got DCE, and then you got Munster. You know what I mean? Like they got they got a forward pack that can match us, and they're not scared. They've got a good bench. Got some good young kids that have never played Origin, so they don't know how to lose. I, look, I, I agree. I I think on paper Queensland they're aren't valid as bad. points. What I'm saying they are valid points. I, the thing I'm not I'm not denying that Queensland have a good side. What I am saying to you is you ran out in your first Origin or your tenth Origin or whatever it was. Did you ever think you could lose? No. So I mean, how is no, that couple, different? No, 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 no. To be honest, like if I really like, I could be one of those players. No, I never thought I was going to lose. Man, we had a fucking we had come up against um, some Queensland teams with Billy Slater, Greg Inglis, Darren Lockyer, Jonathan Thurston, Cameron Smith, Hodgson, Hodges in their prime, Webke, all these sort of guys in their prime. And I'm thinking we need, as I said before, I go back one to seventeen, one to seventeen. There's times that I would thought I said they play their best football, we're not going to win. Yeah, which is fair, but how is that when it's one to seventeen are better on paper than you? How is that Queensland spirit? That's just they've got a better team. New South Wales have got a better team. You I think cannot- I think so too. I think so too. But then I'm just saying what they've embedded in each other in the last like ten to twelve years or ten to fifteen years is that Queensland spirit. Like they don't expect to lose, honestly. Like they've we've won the last two, only just. Last year only just, but I mean, 2018 was a, nearly a sweep. But it's just, it's, it's just different. They're built different. These kids grow up in Queensland, not wanting to play for Australia. Not, you know, they want to go. I want to play. I want to play for Queensland, and I'll play for the Broncos or somewhere in Queensland. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't care about Australia. Do you know, like, that's their mentality. So this is going to be the pinnacle of these young kids' careers. Xavier Coates mightn't play um, any first grade. I mean, any, um, any, any team. For Australia or anything like that, it's just gonna. It's just totally different, mate. You got, and then got like, look, Philip Sammy doesn't. He's, he's never played a game. Chris, um, Jake Friend, Cohen Hess has played. Tino Big Fasu Malawi. What's he gonna do? Like he doesn't know anything but winning. You know these young kids: Ben Hunt, Lindsay Collins, Jairo, Jaden Sewer. Good bench. Cody Walker, Payne Haas, Cameron Murray, Angus Crichton. Great bench. I honestly wouldn't have started Saifidi. I would have put Payne Haas straight in there because Saifidi hasn't played for five weeks. Payne Haas got a better motor. And I probably would have put uh, Campbell Gillard on the bench so we can just run directly through him and play big boy football. I just don't – because I, I look at Lindsay Collins and Jai Arrow and Sewell, they're not big boys. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so you could I, – I think we needed – we're lacking a real big, big boy. Like, I think we could have probably put – you know, um, we probably could have started uh, Payne Haas in front of Saifidi and like, look, like Murray and Walker and Crichton aren't big bodies, mm. you know. Like, and all these guys are pretty. Everyone's very, very fit, you know. Christian Welsh is a big boy. Papali's a big boy. So I feel he's not that big. Neves Junior Paulo. But New South Wales are clearly going to play a fast game. You yeah, know, but as I said, sorry, sorry, before, sorry to cut you off, but like, Welsh, great wrestler, great defender. Papali as well, Kafusi as well. These guys from the Melbourne system are great defenders. They wrestle. They control the ruck. What do you think their whole their whole game plan is stop Saifidi, stop Paulo. That's not that hard to do. Mm. That's not unstoppable. It's, you know, do you know what I mean? Saifidi got some good leg speed, not massive, not, you know, like doesn't have a pre-line uh, offload or really good late footwork like like Paulo. So you stop those guys. You stop Frizzell and Cordner. Jay Trebojevic is going to be key. And then you stop 
cook and he doesn't run because he only runs when markers are down. You know what I mean? So like, there's so much emphasis on the middles for Queensland. Yeah. It's it's a big, 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 big arcs, you know, because I think, you know, AJ Brimson coach, Kate Well Gag, I'm not Kate Well will be one of those people. When they do kick it, he'll be those, he'll be that second or third carry. Yeah, because he's because sure. he's a big body and he can do that. And I think he can defend. And he's going to be up against what? Gutherson or Jack Whiten? They're not com- dangerous, com- you know, like a Gaznia, Willie Tonga, Hodgson, Hodges, uh, GI, all that that crazy footwork. You know, you're not going to get smoked by Gutho. Neither is Jack White. And so they're probably going to get handled. Mm. You know, like I look at I look at the Fox and go, yeah, he, he's going to be dangerous. You know, but like Tubo coming out of yardage, like Tedesco on that. But I, like they're going to have a game plan. It's I, going to be it's going to be interesting, man. It's not going I to be like it's going to be not going to be blowout. I can't see how New South Wales don't play a speed game. They've I mean, got that's, to, no, that's what they're going to do. So they have to. Queensland, you know, what, what do you think? Is the best way to handle a speed game, if you know they're coming at you like that, are you just trying to slow the ruck down? No, you're trying to hit hard. And just go through the guts. You are trying to, if, as a defender, you are trying to hit hard because I know New South Wales is going to come with some fury when they go, um, you know, when they've got the Fox there, they've got uh, Tupo, they've got Teddy, they've got everybody like gunning through that thing, gunning through the middle. But Jack Whiten doesn't do that traditionally, mm. and neither does Gutherson. Do you know what I mean? So like with your centres and your back, they call it back five, it needs to be – it's very important that everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Gutherson and Jack Whiten don't do that club level. They don't take second or third hit-ups. They wait out they, – they wait at fullback. Do you know what I mean? Like Jack Whiten's in there ball playing. You know, I'm not saying they're not tough enough. They'll, they'll do the hard job, but it's like if it's not your job description, you're not used to it. It's not like, you know, it's second nature to you. But when you pick traditional centres and you've got Fox and you had like just say James Robertson or Luttrell and all these sort of guys coming through or even like a Kotrick and that, they, they're on the same page. So New South Wales will be very they'll – be, they'll be very wary of that, you know. But um, Are they still – are they playing the six again rule? Is it the same rules from the season for this or have they brushed that? They probably play the same sure. six That's again. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um, Presumably they're playing the same – I mean, we probably could have checked that before we Yeah, talk. I don't know. But, I, I mean, know. if they do do that, it's going to be burning out the middle. Yeah. Like, guys like Frizzell hasn't played – he hasn't played since he's, – he's fit and he looks like an animal. I'm not sure if he can get 80 out. That's yeah. why they've got uh, Crichton on well, the bench. Well, I don't think he will. You know, but, yeah. I mean, like, usually traditionally you'd have about two or three – two big, big boys off off the bench. Just to, like – because Origin's different. It's not about, like, all this, the, the skill work out the back, all that kind of stuff. It's about being tough and that – Ascendancy through the ruck, running hard, setting that tone. Paulo's got to do it. Saifidi's got to do it. It's big, big ask. And f- Jamie Cook, Cook's not a Cook's not a really good defender. You don't think Papali and all these big boys are going to be running straight at him. Mm. You're not going to be running at Paulo and, and Saifidi and Cordner and all that. You're going to be going straight towards Cook. He's going to be probably going to be involved in about 50 to 60 tackles, probably about 40 individual tackles, which is going to take it out of him. And then, you know, by the back end, they're probably going to try and, you know, that, that's, this, is, this will be Queensland's game plan. But New South Wales will have another game plan where they'll try and tire out the Welshers, the Papalis, the Jake Friends, because just to pile through that ruck with their back three or back five, you know, and I just don't know what Cleary and Kiri are going to do. I don't know what Cody Walker's going to do when he comes off the bench. Where do you put Cody Walker? Like, do you put him? That's at, do you, interesting. Do you know, that what, what do you do with him? Do you give, do you give um, Damian Cook a rest just to give uh, Walker a go? Well, does Co- Walker does Walker just deserve that because he was 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 the best 
uh, player in the in the final series. Will Cody Walker play in the first half? I don't think so. I don't think so. Why, why would he? Yeah. Like, you're going to get the most out of Cook, and then you're going to go see what happens. And if it's some some injury happens, this is where I don't, I think he's a starter, Cody Walker, or he's not in the team. Yeah, because I think he's such a great talent, and you got to go with the form. Like I would have picked him ahead of Cleary. Yeah. Not a clear. Not, I would have picked him ahead of Kiri. Kiri, because of the simple fact that he's 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 been playing great football, and I just I don't know. I just don't think I, it's a bit of a waste. I would have probably picked Pat Pappenhausen on the bench, even though he wasn't wasn't. Um, he's injured. He's injured. Yeah. But I mean, what if what if Pappenhausen was wasn't injured? I would have picked him over Cody Walker because yeah. he can play more Co- positions. Then you got Cody Walker going like you know like, and I probably would have I probably would have started Jake Chaboyevich to be honest in the front row. And I would have put Cameron Murray starting at lock. Yeah. Because I think that just adds a little bit more. Uh, he cleans up a lot of the shit around the ruck. And I just think he's a great ball player. And Jake Chaboyevich plays traditionally as a front rower. All right. Quick prediction. First of all, I don't like the New South Wales jersey. They've run out. Don't like it. Yeah, it's uh, it's Queensland shit. one's good. Uh, all right. Quick prediction. Halftime score? 8-2. Uh, 2. New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I don't right. care. I'm, I'm, I reckon one or two things happen. I reckon New South Wales blow them off the park in the first 20 minutes and, and, and put a few tries on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, though, I'm going to go, it's going to be 12-10 to New South Wales at oh. halftime. So what we're going to do now is we're going to let you go off and enjoy the game. If you're listening to the podcast, um, you'll hear the amazing music and then we'll just start talking again. But if you're on Facebook, then come back. Watch All us. Right. We'll be back Enjoy, soon. guys. Enjoy the game. All right, Will. So it is now 10-0. It's yep. halftime in the first State of Origin game in beautiful Adelaide. New South Wales have had all the pressure. They've had most of the ball. They've played an up-tempo game. Can Queensland come back? Um, I was ho- hopefully, I was thinking um, if they did get a try before halftime, it would be interesting. Um, but that that first fifteen to twenty minutes, they they should have pulled a try out. They just weren't playing. They were a little bit nervous. I think Big Tino he had a really good option there um, when they found the, the left side of the post going in on a really good um, a really good shot. If they had went out the back, they had numbers so many times because the fox and, and all the guys really compress in. It's just that little bit of nerves at the start when you just don't really want to play football. And it sort of it cost them a couple of tries. Um, their effort was outstanding. I think uh, Cohen Hess has been a little bit down, um, you know. But I thought they were, they were in it the whole time. Ten nil. You you got um, Cook scoring a try for kick, and then you've got and, that, and that's after they amounted so much pressure. I think it was eighteen minutes in, and then they um, end up getting the ball back. And then they get getting down there. Um, and then scoring a try, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's just that momentum switch. It's it's so hard to stop in Origin, and and then the next try they uh, they scored with, you know, it was a bad communication with Fasul Muali sitting three three men in, and then you got Capewell who never defends on that left edge, and then a winger, and it was a simple man on man. I think it was ter- it was terrible defence. And you got two guys that are rookies, and and three rookies. It was on Sammy's wing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You know, you got three rookies there that don't that don't use. I mean, Sammy is a winger, but you got other, these those other two kids that um, you know, they're not used to 
defending there. I and think I think it, it really it really killed him. It's pretty obvious that, that New South Wales are going down that. Um, oh, they're going to go that down their left edge because yes. at the end of the day, you've got Sammy, who I, I think he. He's had an unfortunate start to his origin career. He's dropped the ball and he's and he's been out of position a couple of times. And you've you've got his inside man Capel, who essentially is not a he's not a centre. I mean, no. he, he could be a good centre, but he hasn't played centre there the whole time. So he's, I think New South Wales are going to be hammering that side in that a, second half. He's a back rower. He's yeah. a back rower. So when you go, the difference is I just say when you defend in the middle, half half a meter in the middle is like five meters out wide. So when you defend on an edge, those the gaps get bigger and bigger and bigger. And when you defend in the centres, those that half a metre in, in the middle is like 10 metres. So you're getting these big one-on-ones and you're not used to it and you've got some great players. You've got Fox and you've got Gutherson and then you've got Cleary and Keary defend, you know, like attacking both edge, attacking that edge. Man, you've got to make the right decision. And you know, um, Big Tino made the wrong decision, which made um, which which made Capewell turn his shoulders in, too late to readjust. Easy try, but you know that's that's a training try. That is an actual training try, mate. I've seen that as well. That's that's not good enough. I think it's pretty obvious that New South Wales were always going to play that up tempo sort of game. There was no question that you know with the side they picked um, when Boyd Cordner got injured. Yeah, that really did sort of, you know, Cameron Murray came on. When Cameron Murray went off, it did look like New South Wales. They don't have big bodies. Payne Haas can play mm. big minutes. Seeing Boyd Cordner come back on the field, I mean, first and foremost, you know, I'm, I'm happy that Boyd Cordner passed his HIA because he's obviously had some pretty significant yeah. issues with that. But from a game perspective, him coming back just gives New South Wales so much more option than yep. what they would have if he was gone for the game. For sure. And it's just, and it's a mental thing too. When that's that's your captain, you know, when your captain goes off, all these young kids look up to Boyd. He's a captain. He's a leader of men. And then you see him getting hit with a head knock. You're like, damn, is he going to come back on? Is he going to come back? And he come back on. Thank God, you know, like he's had a he's had a um, a rough year with HIA, and he he obviously passed his test. Come back on, made some really good runs at the back end of the half, and I'm I'm glad he did come on. But Cameron Murray's a big loss. Yeah, huge. That looked really, really severe. 22nd minute into the game, you know, he comes on for Boyd, comes on first first contact, twists it up. I mean, like, I'm not a physio, but it looked like a medial slash sort of cruciate ligament. I hope not. But, um, you know, he, he would have been outstanding for them. Now you got um, you got Crichton on there. I think Crichton just needs to just run those outside-in lines, what he's been doing all year. Don't worry about, like, palming people off and looking for tackle breaks and all that sort of shit. Just just run. Like, big Frizzell's been running on that right edge. Mm. Just run the ball, run aggressive, and you'll find those offloads when you run aggressive. It's not pre-line. It's not palming people off and not beating the line. It's just going through the line, and then you'll get that offload. You know, so I think, you know, they, they really weathered the storm because Queensland had all that momentum at the start. Gags was uh, – he was on fire at the first bit and he passed it to the Xavier Coates, little kick in there. Cook did a great job mm. getting back there. Um, you know, like Munster's been been dangerous, you know, but, um, you know, Jake Friend needs to pick his game up and start getting – you know, you can't throw forward passes in an origin game. Not, Coming out not of the week ones even, like that. Even, even in good ball, Papali throwing to Welsh. 
What a killer of a set. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you give them the ball back and you're not even testing them. They could have stayed down there for five minutes and taken gas out of them. You know, that's what people need. They don't really understand that. With it, if you're looking at the game going, oh, that's just a, it's a shit pass. Well, should have timed his run. Mm. Don't sit in Papali's pocket. Get a little bit wider, get a little bit deeper. deeper. You always get told that. Just so if you think you're wide enough, you're not wide enough, get one metre wider and two metres deeper. You always get told that. You don't cramp someone. And it's just um, – they. They really just – they cost themselves so many opportunities in that first half because I, I, I had a look at that. I was watching the game very closely. I was like, damn, if they had a pass either out the back quicker, but at the start you have a different mentality. You'll need to set the platform. Like, but maybe not these days. It's not fucking 1990 where you need to set platforms and there's that really big battle in the middle where Spud and, and Chief, you know, not Spud and Chief, but Spud versus everybody. Yeah, yeah. Spud in, in, and, in and general. Yeah, like yeah. It, just in general. Like there's going to be a fight. There's this, you know, like this sort of era, that the era where up the softening up period where, you know, it's not happening now because if you can pull the trigger straight away, pull it. You know what I mean? Like I've seen that Fasul Muali was, I think it was on the left side of the post. He got a good, he got a great ball, went to, the, went, got, bought the three man in, and then it was out the back and he just held it because he just didn't have that confidence. And he's not a starting player week in, week out. You mm. understand that. He's a 19 year old kid. He's going to be an outstanding player. But if you had those, um, if you had that time again, if you go watch the film back after this, after this game here, he'll probably go, shit, I could pass that. One thing that I was, you know, and I probably hadn't thought about this until it happened, but Felice Cafusi went down injured. Mm. It was not long after Cordner and then Cameron Murray. I mean, Cafusi got up all right. Cafusi doesn't normally go down. Yep. What you got to remember, coronavirus didn't exist when they started pre-season in November of last year. So these blokes have gone from pre-season, they've gone through till March, then you've still got to stay fit through mm. when they called the game off. It's now November. So these blokes have been trying to stay up the whole time for 12 months. It's a monumental and, effort. you know, it's the, the the strain that would take on their body. I think that the level of injury that's going to pop up in this series, I think the sides that start in game one are going to be very, very different from game three. Yeah. Game one is so important. It is so important. And, and as you said, you echoed those thoughts that I was thinking with um, – how long the year's been, how how long they've had to keep them keep themselves up mentally, you know. Like this is the last three games of the year, and you're going to put everything into this game, mm. and it's going to like and players have been dropping like flies all through just the NRL season, you know. And then and then to throw three Origin games at the end at the, at the end, end of the, at the end of the year right. to come through these 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 players. Everybody needs an award. Everybody needs a medal. It's been unbelievable, but um, not just Origin too. Origin with six again, like they oh, are literally that, now. The game's so that. much faster. Can you imagine the six to go? What's going to happen? Oh, like it's it's going to be destroying in the second half, especially these teams have been very very disciplined. Yeah, very dis and I think the refs are very wary of. Uh, let's not give two to three back to back six to goes about you know putting the hand on the ball and all that sort of like ruck bullshit that they go on with they've let the game flow it's been a great game but um new south wales they score next i think they'll win queensland need to score next they know that's imperative um wayne bennett will be quite happy with a 10 nil score he should be because i mean they should like it should have been it should have been much on if you look at i mean i haven't seen possession stats and i haven't seen territory stats and all that but at the end of the day to the naked eye new south wales had all the ball and they had all the momentum and they had a lot of the pressure so mm. 
you know, for them to only be 10 nil up, I think they're probably, you know, the Queensland dressing room, it's back to that Queensland spirit again. Mm. I think um, there's a couple, a couple of options that the that Queensland missed. I think just kind of, I think it was about um, 25 minutes in, Kate Ball went short side and there was an easy three on two, but he just didn't throw the pass. Mm. And that's and that's what happens when it's 10 nil down and you're a rookie player. You have never played Origin before, but you just got to play football sometimes. You know, like um, it's some of these young kids, as I said, like Big Tino, he could have had an option there if he had a pass that – they would have scored, you know. So they're going to have their times back, time back again. They're going to watch the film back. Regardless if they win or lose, they're going to watch the film back and go, fuck, I could have actually pass that ball. Yeah. I could have actually pass. I had, a, I had a lot more I had a lot more meterage. I had a lot more time than I actually thought because you think Origin's so quick and it happens really quick. You know, but they could have pulled um, New South Wales pants down a couple of times in that first 20 minutes. And then they, they defended really well. They got it down there. And, and it usually happens when you defend so well, five sets or something like that. You know, it takes gas out of your defending as well, getting back in – I mean, attacking as well because you've got to get into position all the time, getting – like really – you've got to run really good lines and all that kind of stuff. So I actually think Queensland should be – I feel like they should be the ones that are trying – the stuff that – you know, New South Wales, if they just stick to their plan and they do the things that they do well, they win the game. So Queensland yeah. should be trying to put – like every now and then if you've, you've got to take those moments – Mm. To be able to beat That's a side, what I'm saying. As good. you got to pull you the you got to pull yeah. the trigger. And I look at um, I look at the way that Queensland's attacking. You know, Jake Friend stepping out of market, pass, pass. You know, usually a block run. You know, the nine comes out as a block runner from the prop, and then another block runner, and he gets the DCE, and then it's a dummy inside, and then like you know, where's the right side back row? Where's the left side back row? They need to be hitting holes. They need to be playing short. You can never ever go around teams, Origin teams especially. On play three, yeah. you know, especially from a 50%, 50%, I mean, at people at home, is right in the middle of the field. You either got to go to the left side of the post or the right side of the post, so you shift the defence. You shift it. You don't have a 5-5 five, five split. You at least have a 6-4, even like a 7-3 somehow. And then you got to you, you got to try and pull the trigger and, and pull it off straight away. And everybody's got to run the right lines and everything. They're not just – they're just not executing their plays that – they're not executing their plays like they would at training. And they know that. They're about 10% off. Yeah. They're 10% off. They need DCE to step it right up. They need Cohen Hess to run some really good lines on that left edge. I think Kafusi's been playing outstanding, but he's been out of position sometimes when I was saying when they do block for a block, DCE just needs to hit him. He mm. can't hit gags just one-on-one. -on -one. He's got a great defender with Jack White in there. Um, yeah, I think there's, there's a few options there. They need to pull the trigger, especially when they're getting in the yardage. And I think they will at the start of this half. And well, you, you've played, obviously, in the middle in origin yep. a number of times. I think Junior Paulo's first 20 minutes for his first game in origin in the middle, it was just outstanding. And what he was doing was he was getting those second-phase passes away. And when you've got a team that's got blokes like Tedesco and blokes like Kiri that can run off second play – I think he has been really, really yeah. strong. And he's one of those guys where unless you're a really proper great hitter, you're not going to hit him. No. Because he's so barrel-chested and he's got really good footwork and he's he's quite quick for a big man. He's got an offload. You know, he's, he's dangerous, man. I think, um, you know, Saifidi was his, you know, was his, was his Robin, Batman to Robin, and um, he was all right. He just did a lot more. He did a lot of work in defence. But he needs to um, pick his game up and get his, get his meterage up. 
start eating through the middle because the boys are going to – they're both going to get really tired in this second half. A couple of little back-to-back sets of six, but I think our back row with Frizzell, Trebojevic, Cordner, like Trebojevic is like – he's going to pull the trigger he's sometimes because well. he's playing outstanding because he takes a lot of pressure off Kiri and Cleary because he's getting the ball on third tackle. He's either hitting the guy short or he's going out the back. And I think when they get into really good yardage and he can get the ball on the third tackle – Especially on the right side, if they're going, people can't see me. If they go, if they're going on the right <laughs> side of the of the post, the short side, he's gonna get those um, back row running a really good line for him, and then he's gonna go at the back, at the back, and then you got Fox and all these guys that can um, some play some really good football, and they're probably gonna score some tries down there, left edge, our right edge. So it'll be interesting when you first turn up to New South Wales camp. What are they – they're going to give you, obviously, a jersey. and Do they measure you? Because it, I feel like they've measured Junior Paulo's shorts wrong. <laughs> because I think they needed a triple – more than triple XL. I think he's, he's got a big dumpster on him. Um, <laughs> it's a big Jaminda. And, the, and the, the jerseys are outstanding. So good friend of the show, Mark Anthony, for Jumani Clothing, he's the one who goes into um, – I don't think Queensland do this, but have a look how tight New South Wales jerseys have been the last couple of years. So he goes in and hand stitches all their jerseys really tight underneath the arms and everything. So you cannot pull these jerseys. Yeah, right. So the last two years he's done an outstanding job. He's a really good friend of mine. And, um, you know, that's just that's one of those little things. I have a look have a look at the jerseys, how tight they are, just just from under the arms. And, and you, you cannot get through – and look how short they are as well. Like they're little midriffs. Yeah. Little, <laughs> little tank tops. Um but you know, so he's doing that. You have a look at Queensland's jerseys; you're all over the fucking shop. You can grab them easily, but you cannot. You you'll never see. Have a look. You'll never see a New South Wales jersey getting grabbed from um, from behind. So, all right, just quickly because it's they're about to come back on. Yep. Nathan Cleary. I mean, he's been he's been doing his job, workmanlike. Yeah, workmanlike. He's been doing his job. He hasn't been outstanding, but I don't think they expect him to be outstanding. I'm not sure we're going to do a Cody Walker. Uh, Kiri, this is what I'm saying at the start of, at the, start of the game. What are you going to do with Cody Walker? You're going to play him 20 minutes in the second half? Mm. You know, Kiri's been okay. Cleary's been doing his kicks, making his tackles. That's the main thing he's got to do. He's got to keep that up. Prediction? Bang. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can confirm two things, William. Mm-hmm. The first thing is that New South Wales are shit. And the second thing, it's possible for two blokes to drink an entire case between 7.30 and 10 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, I don't think people realise they're going to listen to this podcast and go, oh, this is all joined together. But, like, it's been – we watched the whole game and uh, we drank a whole case there's of been, There's been a significant <laughs> amount of time between our first <laughs> beer and our last beer, despite this podcast yep. only going for an hour. And it's good. New South Wales have just lost a game – that, I mean, other than your prediction of mm. <laughs> Queensland 13 plus with Jared from Neds, I don't understand how anyone could have thought Queensland would win this game, and I don't mm. understand how they just did. Yeah, would I you? Don't, like I don't, to- well, I, I was just thinking, I had a, just a real. Obviously, my heart goes for New South Wales, but I was just thinking, you know, maybe Queensland will pull this underdog bullshit, and they did it. I didn't mean about 13 plus. I was just thinking, well. Queensland might be a chance to win, and they proved it, mate. They just – I don't know. I don't know how they did it. I don't know. Did we play really bad, or did Queensland play outstanding? I feel like 
the first half, New South Wales were on top. They played that up-tempo game. Mm. The first 10 minutes of that second half, Kurt Capel, who had had a fairly average, yeah. you know, first half, and I'm not saying that, you know, he's an origin player. I'm not disrespecting his performance, but – the way he played in the first half, and then he comes out in the second half, he makes a break, he throws Clint Gutherson off like he's nothing, yeah. makes a break, and then chips. I mean, I must say, it was the ugliest chip I've ever seen in my Doesn't entire matter, life. Just, but they scored a try and origin yeah. off it. Yeah, it was um, – I said at the start, you know, I thought Capewell or – you know, in the centres, like Kate, well, I mean, Gags doesn't really play centre as well, but Gutho and Whiten playing out of position, even though they're household names and they're superstars in their own right and, you know, Whiten's a Dally M player of the year, but he's defending one in. Yep. It's closer to the ruck. He's not out wide. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, he's out wide. He's not closer to the ruck, so he's got to make better decisions, you know. So I think and, – and Gags, I'm not sure. Gags is a great player. He smoked Whiten, and I thought Whiten was a great defender. The way Gagai played, and I, I, people talk about origin players or whatever, and I'm not – look, the grind of NRL week to week is very different from playing in three yep. games where you get yourself up. But the what he shows in origin level, I mean, if you're a club coach, you can't – tell you what, <laughs> do that ten times a year. Yeah, exactly. Big and games. I, and he, he and, and that's what I'm saying. It's just such a different beast, Origin. You know, some some players are just made for Origin. Some players are just you know decent, great, decent first graders all the time. Yeah. And he's just an anomaly. He's so outstanding at that level because he's like you know he's played what 13, thirteen games, 13, 11, 11, 11 tries, tries and yeah. he's set up about ten. So it's phenomenal what he's doing, mate. He's a re- really good friend of mine and I'm, I'm, that, I'm that proud of him. I think, honestly, though, like you talk about players that are, are good first graders and not origin players. Even at half time, I could have said to you, Kurt Capewell, he's a good footballer, but yeah, he's come out in that second half, yeah. 40 minutes, not even because he went off with an injury at the end, and he said, I'm an, I'm an origin player. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm going to pull out big things at big moments. And New South Wales tonight – they lacked that. They just lacked the bloke that grabbed the game by the th- throat and just said, this is my football game. And are they, are they out of position? You know, like, is what should Whiten be back? Should Whiten be further into the ruck? Should he play 5'8"? Should Cody Walker play 5'8"? Should, uh, should Crichton, Stephen Crichton come into the side? Like, there needs to be more strike, more X factor. As I said at the start of the, at the, start of the show, like Queensland have more X factor because they've got Munster. They might Xavier Coates and Gagai and all these sort of guys that, you know, even AJ Brimson. But, yeah, it's, 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 it's quite weird. I think, honestly, Cody Walker, when he came on, we, we, we've said it's 20 there minutes to go. 20, 20 minutes, minutes to go. go. But, he, I mean, he changed their attack. Like the way he came on. They looked better with Cody Walker on the field than they did without. So, yeah. so what do you do? What, what do you do, do next week? What do you? Do? We don't have ten, we don't have two weeks to think about it like it is normal. Like what do you do next week? Do you go all right? Cody Walker start. Do you still have Jack on that left edge? He has well, to be. I mean, but he. But I mean, defensively, he's a lot better in tight. But like out out wide, gags. But Gags has been a super player, like in Origin, we, we just touched on. But like even in club football this year, I think it was his best club football year. Mm. I think it was. I think it was his best year. I'd pick him if I was going to vote in the Dally M's, I would have voted him the centre of the year. You know, so he, he showed up today. How many 5'8s can you pick in a team? 
Exactly. You got White and Cleary, position. Walker. Like it's at the end of the day, I think. I if, think. Keir, sorry, I think Cleary is under fire big time. From soon as that bell 100%. went, hundred percent, he'd be shitting himself for the next three or four days, and then he's going to find out he's probably going to be not in the side because you're going to you, you probably get you're either going to put Jack at five eight and Crichton at left center, and Cody Walker still on the bench and get rid of Cleary. Mm. That's a good – I think in my head that sounds, seems like a great option because Crichton, Dallium centre of the year on the left side of the game, on the left side of the ruck. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you, put, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you push Jack back in? Dallium player of the year. What position does he play? Well, Five, here's, eight. Here's the thing for you, Will. What, you do you said, think about, what do you think about that? I think you said to me before in the pre-game, which seems like it was about – four and a half years ago, to be honest, yeah. after the entire case. But you said to me, Queensland spirit's a thing. Yeah. Trust in your Queenslanders. They'll come out to do the job. Why are we now talking about chopping and changing? What would Queensland we always do? do that, don't we? That's what I mean. It so is. You're do right, you just point. say, do you just go, you know what? We're just going to, that's your side. You had a, an off night and no. picked the same team. No, because the combinations just didn't work. No, they didn't. No, it did. You can honestly say that. And I, and I know like Queenslanders speak with, uh, stick with Queenslanders and we always chop and change our side. But it's 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 fair game because our com- the combinations work. don't work. No. You know, like is it – I think our back three played outstanding. Tedesco, like I think he's still a little bit injured, but like I don't – Oh, here's the thing. You've played enough series. Winning one origin game is difficult. Knowing now that they have to win two in a row, there's – I mean, I uh, stats are something mm. we're, not, we're not renowned for our stat making, but I would assume so many sides that win the first game win the series because then you've got to go, fuck, I've got to beat these blokes twice yeah. now, you know. And so looking at the effort, there was a stat that was on Channel 9. We were sitting there watching the Channel 9 mm-hmm. – I mean, good on Channel 9. But at one stage they said – 12% more intense at the same time in the second half than it was at that stage in the first half, which means Queensland just upped that effort. Yeah. You know, they just went bang. I don't know. Queensland will pick the same side. Yeah. New South Wales chop and change. They've only got a week to get combinations right. You kind of just have to pick the same team. Yeah, I think so as well. But I just think maybe just on that left edge, you change a couple of positions. As I said, the forwards will hold their own. Both sides did. There wasn't a dominant forward on there that that changed the game, but you know you can on the edges and you can at, and you can it on the centers. Like it's just it's possible. How good is Cameron Munster? And what people need to understand is that that bloke has genuinely been on the drink <laughs> nonstop. He for has not ten days. The bloke's probably had two hours sleep in a week and a half. And he's yeah. turned up to Origin Camp. Did you see the photo of him when he turned up? There's memes of the kid. Is there? He looked awful. He was horrific. Did he not? Uh, did he ask for twenty four hours more? He asked for twenty four hours more on the piss, and he's come out and he's come out and he's played the way he. I mean, it's phenomenal. I love that old school sort of mentality and just delivers. That's what you used to do, exactly. So he's a cut. He's a cut from the old cloth. Yeah, I don't know if you two should ever become friends because it's going to. We're fate. We're we're IG friends. Don't ever say IG again. <laughs> I had to. I knew. <laughs> so, LOL. All right. right. So let's look. Let's look at the next game then. Mm-hmm. What if you just say you pick the same New South Wales side? Can they win? Like, 
seeing what they dished up, do they win another game? No. Or do they need to change? I think so. I, I, I just think that left edge. The left edge needs to change. I think Jack White needs to push in because, as I said, like you don't win Dally M Player of the Year if you had a really shit year. Mm. You were the best player in your position, which was 5'8". Yeah. I think Kiri, he defended pretty bad. He wasn't that good with the ball. Not saying he's a bad player, but he, he he's a great player, but he just had a bad game. Yeah, and, and he's coming need, off the back of a fairly average end to the year yeah, for the Roosters too. And maybe so. it, was, it was a selection mistake. Like, do you pick I, – I think Cody, uh, Cody Walker could be on the bench again. But then you think, well, if Pappenhausen is going to come back, is he going to go on the back? Is he going to be on the bench? Would you rather Pappenhausen on the bench so he can just be anywhere? Like, But where would he be? I was, look, we were just talking about this the whole time. Like, what is Walker going to do when he gets on? Mm. Is he going to play five? Does Kiri come off? Like, you, know, you lose both powers. It's just, it was such a, just a weird sort of pick because you've got so many great halves. How do you get the best? You want the best out of at least two of them. Yeah. And we didn't tonight. All right. So – Best player on ground for both teams. So, first of all, for the winners, Queensland, who was the best player on the field? I think Dan Gago was. Mm. Just his one-on-one efforts with uh, White, and he beat him two two times clean. Mm. That's very hard in this modern day because defenders, the centres and defenders are so good. But, like, Gags, Gags was on fire. These dummy half runs, like, he's, he's tough plays coming out of yardage, but then he's clean line breaks, setting up tries and – yeah, he was outstanding. He's probably one of his best Origin games. I mean, he's he's had player of the series before. Yeah, he's, he has. that's it's ridiculous what he can do from just that that position. He did that from the wing. He's in the centres right now, so he's playing some outstanding football. So, all right, best player on ground for New South Wales, mate. That's a that's a very hard question. Uh, I I'll, I'll go with um, Frizzell. Because he had a great, he had a great, um, he had a great first half, and Paulo didn't really do much in the second half, and you know Frizzell was still just still doing his job, and that's and he didn't really have a great game by his standards. Do you know who I reckon was the best on field for New South Wales tonight? And this probably says a bit is Tupo. I yeah. think yeah. when your wing no, is your best player on the field, I keep thinking about forward. Sorry, I know, I'm a bit but I'm, well, I was a lot. Faster I think, I think, than I you. think. Sorry to regress a bit, like. The back three for New South Wales is probably the best mm. if, you, if you can go by groups. But um, individual player, I just thought uh, Frizzell did some really tough minutes. It played some really tough minutes, outstanding minutes, and um, ran the ball hard. But you have a look at like, shit that Fox scored two tries. Tupo and and Teddy played outstanding. So Who did who was Tupo's other try for? Because he only scored one for well, Ado Car. He only scored one try. One? Yeah. I thought it was two. No, Cook scored. Okay, whatever. As I said, this is better. I, very... I don't fact check. You don't fact check. Because you know what? I, you, you know what? Fact check. Com- co- fact check. Channel Nine. Because they said that's Fox's second try. I swear to God, that's the only reason why I said it. And let's be honest: have Fox or have Channel Nine ever drunk a case <laughs> in an hour <laughs> I'm and twenty fucking minutes? Right, I swear. You pr- you probably are. Do you know what though? I reckon if you look at that game again, and I'll, I'll probably watch the game again. And because, you know, trying to get a read of that second half, Mm. Queensland was so dominant in that second half. I mean, they kept New South Wales scoreless until the last, what, five minutes? Yep. That's it. I think um, the middle, the middle. Adokar did score two tries, didn't he? No, he did. I've just thought, I just looked at that then and I thought. So can you apologise, please? I would like to apologise to you, William, in full public. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) 
Oh, hang on. We're watching the Channel 9 thing in the background. Daily Cherry Evans, man of the match. Were they watching the same game? Well, I mean, I think he was a good, uh, good general out there. I think he played out. I think he played a really good game, but he didn't change the game. He, he didn't set oh. tries up. Man, Gay, Gay guy. I think Gay guy was the best player. Mate, if you're looking at that game honestly, I'll tell you what that is. That is just who I'd are we going to give it before to? Him. Munster, hundred percent before him. I, I, yeah, I don't get that at all. And I mean, I'm not saying that in a negative way. Daily Cherry Evans. I mean, he stole all your money. <laughs> to yeah, get. but look at Gags. But Gagai was far and away the more dangerous player on the field. Yeah, I hate it when shit like that happens. I mean, Cherry Evans, I think they're just giving it to him because just cause. It's just cause. He's the captain. He's the captain. He played. He didn't do anything, you know, stupid. He didn't do anything outstanding. Since when do you get man of the match for not doing anything stupid? I mean, he didn't do anything stupid. I mean, he made, he made his tag, but he, yeah, but he didn't do anything wrong either. That's yeah. the thing. So you can sort of justify that and go, yeah, he played good. He's played better games. Yeah, yeah Gags was a dude there tonight. Yeah, oh, look, oh, yeah, I Which mean, is a great. I mean, he played a really solid game, defended really well, was dangerous in in attack. I mean, it might be well deserved if we really break the game down, but I wasn't really looking at him like just from the eyeball test. I'm like, Gagai was the most dangerous person. Yeah, defensively, he was awesome, and then in attack, he won you the game. Yeah, I can't see how Gagai's not man of the match there. He threw one bad ball, um, and that was about. And that's all. probably what they're going to go on. Yeah, so. Well, all right. Let's uh, well let's reconvene in a week's time, William. Let's mm-hmm. see if they have picked the same side. Here's your prediction: Will they make changes? Yeah, I think they will. I mean, Cameron if, Murray's if, out, obviously. If they, yeah, if they look, who do you, I'm not sure who you bring in. I think you bring Fanukin in for Cam Murray. Yep. Uh, I think Jake Jaboyevich was outstanding tonight as a forward as well. Um, could have been Campbell Gillard in there maybe for that leg speed in the middle. I think they lacked that in the second half and even at the late, late parts of the first half because you just need that line speed through the middle. And I know he's got it and I know if you say, look, give me 50 minutes of quality, he's going to give it to you. But, um, I mean, you're going you're gonna to make – I just would change that left edge. That left edge is so important in games. I can't stress enough. Get that combination right and they'll kill it. And I think Cody Walker – and then I think Jack White, and I'm like, Jack White needs to either push in or maybe put Jack White in at 14. So is New South Wales' problem that they've got too many players to pick yes. from almost? From yeah. the same positions, the same positions. Do you know, like it's from the, the six, the 13s, and all the, the locks and just a, – A lot of depth in single positions. Centres, five eights are all the same, but, I mean, you can't do that. Watching Wayne Bennett now, he's on the screen, the big fella, mm-hmm. and – I cannot see how Queensland now can lose the next two games. They've got confidence. They believe yeah. in Uncle Wayne. You know, I, I just think, unfortunately, um, I, I think New South Wales are gone. There's my prediction. I just knew the first game is so important in origin, especially in a, in a year like this when fatigue is going to play a factor and you get that first game mentally, you are so prepped. You're like, bang, just one more effort. Not two more efforts. If you have a mindset like one more effort, we go as hard as we can in Sydney. We embarrass New South Wales in front of their own people, everything like that. And that's what drives Queensland. They don't want to finish it at Suncorp. They want to sweep New South Wales at Suncorp. Mm. That's what their mindset is. I know what it is like. And I just think, you know, New South Wales just need to really get back 
and just change a few little things. There's a couple of little defensive errors, which is which is very, very fixable. New South Wales can easily win this series as well. You know, but they just need to change a couple of things, maybe a couple of a couple of players, put the right put them in the right positions. As I said at the start, we picked too many people that look the same and yeah. play the same. There's some sort of point of difference. And I think they'll find that out. And game one's always one of those games where you can go, All right, that didn't work. All right, Jack doesn't work there. He doesn't work there, blah, 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 and you fix it. Well, let's hope they do. So I don't actually know what night we're doing next week. We might be doing the same thing. You, you might actually – I'll be at the game next week. You'll be at the game. We'll so we probably won't yeah. be filming Wednesday. Probably, so we, probably Monday or Tuesday. We might do Tuesday. We might do Thursday. The producer, I don't know, he's somewhere else. He's too good for us no. now. So thinks he gets one bet up and thinks he's a genius. But uh, he'll probably tell us what we're doing. We'll let you know. Via our social media pages. Yes. Make sure that you, for all of those people watching live on Facebook, I realise it's very late. Uh, we appreciate your support. For those of you listening on the podcast, uh, continue to rate and review. Mm. And uh, we will let you know via something Facebook, Instagram, text message. Text. <laughs> we're going to text all <laughs> everyone. We'll let you know when we're on next week and thank you for tuning in. We hope you've enjoyed our live coverage of the State of Origin. Thanks, guys. I'll be following Willie more and more. Back in the NRL is Willie Mason. I've forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Oh, you got skills, son. Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network. 